My Munto and Special Olympics Illinois Chief Marketing Officer Chris Winston stops by the podcast to talk all about the new virtual programming and virtual sports at Special Olympics Illinois is coming up right now on SpecialChronicles.com. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. Podcasting since 2008, this is the show where we're broadcasting disability stories from an insider's perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. This is your weekly guide to find and joy, acceptance, and inclusion. I shudder thinking how the world can be so Welcome back to the Special Chronicles show. My name is Daniel, founder of Special Chronicles and a sound survival international global machine with Special Olympics and an athlete leader here in Special Olympics, Illinois. And so excited as we have a Wetonian guest, not in studio, but um, virtually a, a Wetonian guest. Um, it, it, it is uh, my SSIGM mental, and uh, hold on. I'm going to tone that off a little bit because, yeah, the, the lighting was blending um, <laughs> in with the background, so we're going to try to make it a little bit easier. Anyways, we'll, um, for all what what is usually our weekly catch-up call, um, call um, but um, we're doing this on a podcast this week. Uh, to talk all about the new virtual sports and virtual programming. Um, so please uh, put your hands together as we welcome my Manto and Chief Marketing Officer for Special Olympics Illinois, Chris Winston. And we didn't plan this, but we're wearing the same, uh, we're wearing the same uh, top, same Koto zip top. So welcome back to the Special Chronicles show, Chris. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you. Yes, we have the same top on. I think when you uh, work long enough for Special Olympics or you compete long enough as an athlete like yourself, uh, my wife and I, Grace, we tease because I think I've got I've got my closet of clothes, then I've got my whole other separate closet of Special Olympics and torch run gear. Yeah, I know. I know. It, 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 it's 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 yeah. We've got like a whole. Closet, and then we've got a whole separate closet, you know. So, so depending depending on which event we'll go into, um, or like when when we go to Kazan, Russia, uh, next year, and then in a couple of years to Berlin, um, we'll probably mostly be taken from the Special Olympics closet of. <laughs> yes, and it's very nice of Special Olympics International to give us these. Yeah, the uh, I'm backwards Social Service uh, Driver International Global Messenger. Yeah, I'm so uh, honored to be your mentor, Daniel. I yeah. when I see that intro video, I just it, I get a little emotional. I'm so proud to know you, and I'm proud that you make me a part of your life. I very, very appreciate you very much. Thanks. Well, I appreciate. Um, um, you as well, and all the work that you do to put um, me not only when we are traveling the globe, but also 
<laughs> so in our home, our home state as well. Uh, so with well, I liken it to uh, being the, the the manager of a rock and roll band. I got to keep you moving. That's yeah. Well, Hi, Daniel, keep up. We're at the airport. I got to check your bags. Yeah, Kelly. Check you into the hotel. Make sure you get to bed on time. Kelly, my bags. I feel like a manager of a rock band. Yeah, kill you, kill you my bags. Or like when we will um, rush in to get a taxi, or I'll post no. What do you call those that we will like? Not the ta- the taxis that we will ride in in Abu Dhabi, but like those honored guests. Yeah, those are cool. SUVs. I can't remember what they call yeah. them. Yeah, I feel like it was like it felt like a like a private SUV car service. So <laughs> I'm appreciative of that. It's yeah. like you know, as, as employees, I know this isn't the purpose of our discussion, but yeah. you know, as employees of Special Olympics, whether it's international or Illinois or any other chapter, um, I can't tell you how many times we get into conversations about the things that we get a chance to do because of you and the athletes is amazing. I mean, I would never go to Abu Dhabi and I'm so grateful to do it. And that happened because of you. I mean, you know, that's uh, the the things that I'm able to do uh, are, are really, really cool. And I, I not only say that for myself, but I would say that for the tens of thousands of employees around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am just updating the uh, your name though. I think I got that right. If I got it wrong, <laughs> who's he? No, I'm too. Oh, no. <laughs> with your Twitter handle on there. So, <laughs> if people want to live tweet doing 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 this when they're listening to this or watching this, they can you they, you guys can just look on our titles there. Yes, but follow. Yeah, follow us. Yeah, go follow us and uh, and. We'll get to all those the the rest of those plugs at the at the end of the episode. But why don't we go ahead and get the all the main topic of this episode is uh, is it, this this came about because of last week's catch up call that we had. Um, uh, that I'm I'm glad that now we'll having these weekly catch up calls. Um, but this something that you brought up about virtual sports and. I know I haven't been able to go back to swimming and basketball, and I haven't been able to stout unified golf with um, Stephen from our foundation board. But uh, so I, I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, as 2021 is looking to be similar to 2020 last year, where we still have all these virtual program and programs, and I think you you were t- telling me this off off air, but now we'll we'll share it on air now. That last year we were kind of thro- thrown into all this virtual Zoom and virtual programming. Just it came on all of a sudden, probably exactly a year ago was when the the world shut down. I, I know I just won two gold medals, and then the next couple of weeks after winning, like really being at a a peak at in com- competition it then the world shut down and so with that because we were thrown in all this virtual programming was kind of all over the place on on the on our social media channels and website and but now now that we kind of have it under control and now that it's staying around 
we it, it's a little bit more focused this year. You, you want to maybe kind of kind of just give some context and back backstory of kind of how this virtual programming came to be. How it evolved? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Daniel. I was just looking at my other monitor and the date. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of its history. It's like March 3rd. You're right. On March 3rd, Tuesday, March 3rd, we made the decision to cancel uh, our state basketball championships, which were that coming weekend. And as you know, you play basketball yeah. as our, you know, I think second largest, summer games clearly our largest, second largest competition takes place so we had to cancel that like four days in advance and it wasn't received real well because you know not um, people were obviously clinically smart about it but they were upset because they wanted to compete and you know that's what we do for a living you know our job is any employee for special Olympics, any program or international our job is to do for the athletes that's all we do <clears throat> so we we're extremely disappointed as well it was interesting though that like within two days we not that we had this amazing foresight, but you know we talk about this on the Tuesday the third we canceled state cha- uh, basketball yeah. championships. Literally within two days, by Thursday, uh, NBA uh, canceled and had said we're going to regroup, and then obviously they came back out later. Major League Baseball uh, pushed back the start of of the uh, the beginning of the season. Uh, the NCAA basketball canceled. Uh, they canceled all spring sports. Um, high school did that. So it was like in 48 to 72 hours, it was just like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. So we canceled on Tuesday, and by Friday, NBA done. Uh, and then they, obviously they came back later. Major League Baseball pushed back. College men's and women's spring sports canceled. It, it was like crazy. So then <clears throat> I think about a week, you know, we didn't have uh, – a real big competition for a while. And then it's on the week of, uh, I would say, right around the, the 14th and 15th of March that weekend. Um, it was literally like myself, uh, Carolyn Cronin, who does our healthy initiatives, uh, Alex McMillan and Michelle Mayer and Gina Fasolo. Literally, we all just like almost freakishly had this epiphany kind of at the same time. And and I remember texting all of them saying, you know what we should do? We should probably um, – I think what had happened, too, is I had seen the WWE School of Strength, and, you know, I saw videos, and then I started messing around. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of really cool video content on how athletes can, um, you know, stay in shape. So reached out to Carolyn um, and, 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 and Alex, Gina, and Michelle, and said, hey, why don't we – starting Monday, <clears throat> why don't we on a daily basis – push out a daily workout video, 7 a.m. every morning. Um, and then I went on and I did, literally just found everything I could. Most of it was WWE School of Strength. Then we found some little things here and there. And by over the weekend, and by Monday morning, we hit the ground running. Um, we had something at 7 a.m. every day, a video going on every day, Monday through Friday. And then we added, you know, workouts with Dave and Tribute Park. Um, then we added, um, we got Celebrity. This is separate of um, – health but it's virtual programming we got celebrities like joe montagna and local news celebrities to read children's books so we did a young athlete book reading session at 11 a.m i think it was on tuesdays or thursdays so what really ended up happening was it wasn't a full-on tv guy but it was almost like a tv guy and we created this social media channel that people go to the website they could see basically what we did we kept it easy at 10 a.m and 4 p.m every day something went out 
Um, and uh, it was like torture and trivia, cooking shows, workouts with Dave, WFE, School of Strength, um, book readings. We did Unified Champion School, um, Facebook Live. So we did a number of things until probably the first week of July, because right when after that happened um, in June, we announced that, you know, the agencies could get back to work. So like with yourself, with CSPAR, um, if you remember, they said, okay, starting July 6th, that we're going to start training and get together and practicing and, you know, we'll do stuff over the summer. So we kept it moving until then. And then everyone got outside and the agency started training and then everyone was able to get outside and run with it. And then the, and then, and, you know, back in the spring, I think we all felt like, Hey, we'll just do this and get through the spring, get to the summer. Everyone will start getting active and then it'll be fine back. It'll be fine in the fall. Right. Well, everything, we were all wrong on that one. <laughs> and then, um, the, the governor of our state, as well as a lot of other states in mid November shut down the state again, much like they did in the spring. So we had a different feel about it. Um, and I think it wasn't just Special Olympics. As I talked to people who worked in government or for a for-profit company, be it whatever, um, we were not only really cognizant of the mental and physical, not only physical, but mental well-being of not only our employees, but in the case of us, our athletes, in the case of a, you know, a for-profit company, their employees and their customers and you know, whoever that might be. Um, everyone was kind of getting in that mindset. And we're like, you know, last time when COVID came out, we were coming out of a winter and we were like, let's just let's keep our athletes busy until it gets warm. And then that'll take, that'll, that'll take care of itself. This year we're like, we're going into a five month cold spell. And boy, what was it cold, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. over, where we have sub-zero wet yeah. temperatures and, you know, 30 inches of snow in three weeks. Um, so it was really, really important. But we, what we said to ourselves, and this is where I'm going, right? This is where we are now. We all said, you know what? And we heard this from parents. So, like, what you guys did in the spring was great. You guys surfaced so, so much video content that we could utilize to keep my son or daughter active and busy. However, now that it's November, you know, we've seen seven months of that. You know, we, we, we can get that anywhere. Where before you guys were fresh and new with it, now everyone's doing I can Google, you know, online workouts and I can get 100 videos, whether it's from you or somebody else. Yeah. So they were saying we need, they were really like, it needs to go to another level. So we kind of looked at it as virtual programming 2.0, where not only did we need to provide the video for them to work out, and they may or may not work out, the athletes yourself, but we needed to do something to make them work out. So um, in that case, it was sometimes it was workouts live, Facebook live or on Twitch or on Zoom where we worked out with them. It wasn't just give the video, hey, work out when you can. It's like Unified Champion Schools at 3.30 on Mondays, they work out live with, uh, you know, some of our employees. Um, And then on Twitch and on Facebook and and whatnot. So that was important also, which we'll get into. We have virtual sports, which I know we're going to get into the details in a little bit. But that was not so much working out live, but it was here's the sport and you got to report back what you've done. So for you to report back, you've actually got to do it. So that was the virtual, um, you know, sports part of it. And, and, you know, other parts that came out of this were virtual program was virtual. It was esports. So we do rocket league and Fortnite, um, and uh, special Olympics Washington was good enough to, 
um, invited us into one of their competitions and um, we've done a really great job with uh, getting athletes, not only they getting out, but they're able to play e-game um, uh, unified with, with, with other, with non, with, with their peers. Um, the other thing we have as well is virtual learning. So what really, what came out of this, Daniel, and uh, I'll make my point here is yeah. virtual was big. We did our ductory virtual. We did our gala virtual. We did videos virtual. It's like, so then we, so now we had esports. We had virtual sports, which I know I'm going to get in the details in a little bit, probably down the line. Yeah. Then we had virtual learning, which I'm going to. So we had all these three things going, um, and then from a marketing standpoint, we're like, God, this is all great stuff, but we don't want to overwhelm people by throwing three things at them at once. So we created this this platform called Virtual Programming, um, and under that, um, I know we're going to show people where to find it. Under that is esports, virtual sports. Um, as well as virtual learning. And then, you know, in the June, when we get into our virtual summer games, um, that'll fall under that as well. So what we do is every Monday morning um, at 10 o'clock, we push out a video that says it's kind of like the Monday morning announcement, like in school. And it says, this is what's going on this week. Um, a little bit's virtual learning, a little bit's virtual sports, a little bit's esports. Um, but what we do is we drive everybody to virtual programming. So all boats are rising with the tide. So what we're really doing is looking at the best of the best of what's um, happening this week under those platforms, and we put it into one video, and then we post out to the week, and we push everybody to virtual programming to take a look. So they might go to virtual programming to look at what the virtual sport is of the month, but then they see, oh, what's virtual learning? Click on that, take a look. Oh, eSports. Oh, there's a Rocket League. Uh, competition coming up this Thursday. I'm going to be a part of that. So, um, you know, that's that's where it kind of all came together. A lot of virtual, as you would imagine, not only with Special Olympics Illinois, but a lot of organizations went virtual, and so did we, and it, you know, caught fire. But we're like, we got to harness this and put it under one platform. Awesome. Well, um, we, we'll definitely get into a little bit more um, details. So if you're listening or watching this this episode right now, keep keep listening I want to briefly, before we move on to the next segment, uh, and usually I type up all the show notes, but today it's written in my world games that we got at the media reception. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so I want to touch on brief two things that you mentioned. And the first is um, the School of Strength and the Fit Five. <clears throat> A little bit more emphasis on the School of Strength, because I, I know that a year ago also just... I think uh, so. I released that uh, a few months before they originally planned, because of everything going virtual all of a sudden. So with that, um, and I, I think, and you probably covered this a little bit, but like I know, like with the school of drink, like with the workouts with Dave, and some of that, have we incorporated? I mean, briefly touch on it. Like, how have we incorporated the school of strength and even the, the fit five as well? How have we in, incorporated that those two in, in, in particular, the school of strength, because that's more an at home fitness program. How have we incorporated that into all of this virtual programming? Um, so what we did uh, again with the, uh, with, we did that social media, um, guide um, again back in the fall and that was uh, or sorry spring yeah. um, 
and that was kind of like we said, it was like a TV guide. Um, so the WWE School of Strength um, was was part of the 7 a.m. workouts, and then we went into Fit 5 after that, and then we had some of our own after that. So we used Fit 5 and WWE School of Strength right away, and that was, again, one of Carolyn's um, – uh, thought thinking on doing that. So yeah. we used it a lot in the beginning. Um, if you go to, if people go, and I don't want to get too in the weeds, but if yeah. they go to our SOILL.org, our website, and uh, if they look for, uh, sorry, you go to off the field and then you'll find health programming. It's a separate where we're going. Yeah. You click on that, you'll see a link down there. Uh, for healthy and fit tips, um, you click on that, and there's a whole list of things that we initially did that's still there. Um, healthy fit tips. Yeah. They click on that; it's got all that stuff. It's got about 30 different. Um, it's got the WWE School of Strength. Um, it's got the Fit Five Guide, the Fit Five Fitness Cards, and what you talked about with Fit Five, like what they had done was. They broke it out into levels depending on what your, you know, physical abilities are. And we're all different, clearly. Um, so they've got endurance, flexibility, and strength, level one. Um, and then level two, level three, level four, and level five, which is, I think, the real hardcore, more of the advanced stuff. So, again, it's endurance, how to keep your, your body, like, running and whatnot, flexibility, stretching, and then strength. How strong are you? Awesome. Um, and they broke it out into five different uh, levels. Um, so, but you can go on our website and find that you can also go on special Olympics, but make it easy. Go to S O I L L.org. Um, anybody all over the globe can go to that, um, and go off, go to off the field, which is up in the top nav bar, click on healthy programming. Um, and then you'll find healthy fit tips and click on that. And it's, then you can, you can mess around. There's like 30 different things in there. They could, they could check out. Awesome. And with with that, when they're going to check that out, I want to, and this brings it up to the next thing that I want to briefly kind of comment on off of what you said. A year ago, um, along with Carolyn, we, and um, all those links that you, you mentioned are also linked on specialchronicles.com slash health as well. So School of Strength, Fit5, and a, b- a bunch of other like cooking videos from, um, um, Hannah's cooking health with Hannah video and Wene's and and her friends in Hawaii. Uh, Although I'm blanking on what it's called, it's it's linked on <laughs> it's it's linked on specialchronicles.com/health. But with um, Carolyn from all staff, um, we did a five pout. Well, pout zero. If you include pout zero, it's more six a six pout. Um, <laughs> Because uh, part zero is more just about an introduction to COVID, and then we went into fitness, hydration, healthy um, foods, um, young athletes, and so it it was a six part uh, health um, series, and then the le- latest three episodes of that series is with Dr. Alicia Bassano, Chief Health Officer, and then Winay, Hannah, and, 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 and me, uh, and then um, and then part three of that All Things Health is the three of us, along with Dr. 
Alicia. And so uh, people get, uh, I'm not good at math, but if you, if you do the math, it, it's what, six, six plus three, so that's what, nine? There nine, you go. Maybe, nine? There you go. So nine episodes, nine health, and maybe we'll, maybe we will this year, maybe we should do some updated um, health episodes because uh, next couple of weeks I will be trained as a health messenger here in Illinois. And so, um, yeah. So with that, we, um, we should mention, if you go to specialchronicles.com slash health, or if you just go to specialchronicles.com and click the podcast uh, navigation tab and then um, drop down and you'll see health. It could be under special Olympics. Or it could be under health, but it's, it's listed under the podcast tab. And so if we, if people want to heal, uh, heal that. But with that, let's move on. And because um, we've got about six minutes before we're going to take our first uh, sponsor partner break, because if it wasn't for our partners and supporters, we wouldn't be able to get behind the microphone and keep all the lights on and keep this, this podcast going. So, um, but we'll take that break in about five minutes. So in that meantime, maybe we'll give a brief overview of the new virtual programming, as you said, and I like how we've, we've all do it in, in 2021. This new virtual programming is virtual programming 2.0. And so with that, maybe give a brief overview and then we'll, um, in five minutes and then we'll take a, um, or less like, like four minutes and then we'll take a, Sponsor break, and then we'll come back and we'll can continue that and get into a little bit more details after the break. But just a brief overview of this virtual programming 2.0. Okay, as you see, I shared my screen. Um, so if you go to soill.org, I know you're going to pop up the actual direct link. Yeah, this is our website. Anybody can go to it anywhere, anywhere in the world, clearly. Um, and you scroll down, you'll find virtual programming right here, and you click on that. Um, things are moving a little slowly in the Winston household here, so <laughs> it's okay, I, uh, guys. Although the operator is not moving slowly, I'm I'm with it right now. So <laughs> anyway, I'll do a shameless a, a little plug since we got time. Um, Renee would be very happy with me, and so would Hannah, but Renee especially because I'm drinking my pineapple and celery drink. Um, very healthy pineapple, being from Hawaii. Um, and it's actually, for those who don't know, pineapple and celery, if you do a juicer on it, it actually helps uh, inflammation of your joints. So, um, And I'm not a celery guy, and the pineapple really cuts it down. So um, very tasty. And, so, and it, it's called what? It's a celery, pineapple? Celery and pineapple. And just put it in the juicer and juice it down, um, and it helps inflammation of your joints. Awesome. I've got a bad, I've got a bad back, so. Um, it helps sometimes. Can you so send anyway, me the uh, recipe? Virtual, oh. virtual programming. Um, and then here it is. So uh, this is the Monday morning announcement. This is um, Clarissa. She's uh, from one of our regions in Illinois. So I'm not going to play it, but if you play that, um, she would talk. That would go out Monday morning. On It would go up here on Monday morning, plus we put it out socially at 10 a.m. It talks about the different things we're going to be doing this week. Um, <clears throat> on there would be... Esports. So if there's some esports, click on this. Um, you can find out if you're a gamer what we're going to be, what's coming up in the next month or so with esports. And you can certainly uh, uh, dial in. Be, be aware that all times on there are Chicago, uh, which is Central Standard Time. 
you've got virtual learning. <clears throat> this is what uh, Carolyn Cronin and uh, Karen Milligan have worked on. Um, and everyone's invited to this, by the way. You don't have to be a Special Olympics Illinois athlete. Yeah, those athletes from other programs or even if you've got friends who aren't athletes yet, you know, we, we do invite them to play. So we do a couple things. Coaches Corner um, for Special Olympics coaches. Uh, to, they, they're held on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Athlete Lunch and Learns, which are held on the second and fourth Wednesday of every month. Weekend Warrior Workouts, which are held on the first and third Saturday of the month. They're on Saturdays, obviously, 9 a.m., I believe. Then the ESO Family Forums, they're just held throughout the month. Um, those can vary. Like, we did one. Um, they can be health-related. Again, this is virtual programming. So everything's not just health. It's virtual. We did one with ABLE Act, which is uh, uh, 529 for parents who – it's so much like a bright start for uh, – you set up for your son or daughter for college – Able Act is uh, for those with disabilities. They can put money away. We did a thing on uh, with the Regional Transportation Authority in Chicago mm-hmm. uh, about accessibility for those with dis- disabilities on trains and buses. So it's a myriad of yeah. topics, but it's uh, it's we call it virtual learning because as you can see, there's you know a lot of things you can learn. Um, the real important, the other one that's they're all important, but the other one actually where I'm going to go to later. Um, We'll have virtual summer games when that's up and running in June. That'll be housed here um, as well, and people can participate and see what's going on with virtual summer games. The other one is virtual sports. Virtual sports is really cool because it's for Special Olympics Illinois athletes. It's for athletes who you don't need a med app to play that, to be a part of this. So um, you can be a Special Olympics Illinois athlete. You can be a Special Olympics athlete from any program. You don't have to be a Special Olympics athlete. So if you've got friends uh, with intellectual disabilities or whatnot that are not athletes currently, this is a great way to get them involved. So in the month of February, uh, snowshoe and floor hockey um, were our, our – so we deem a sport every month. February was snowshoe and floor hockey, um, and people can go in, and they give you – what will happen is they'll give you a series of things – um, that you can do throughout the month of February, and then you they'll tell you what you need to do, what you need to write down, and what you need to report back. It's not real, real hard. So um, uh, uh, March right now, you can join right now. Even if it's March 9th, you can still be a part of this. March is basketball. So basketball, March Madness is a huge month for basketball. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, everywhere around the world, whoever has yeah. a basketball program, they usually play it right now. So that's the sport for March. You can see in April it's track and field. So we'll be running, walking events, and jumping events. Obviously, track and field picks up for us, as you know, Daniel, yeah. um, in April, May, and June. That's when our spring games are. So spring games, which are our regional events that funnel up to summer games, track and field is huge, right? So um, running, walking events, and jumping events in April. And then again in May, running, walking, and throwing events in May. So when you join – um, again, they'll give you the exercises you need to do virtually and then what you need to report back, and then they'll keep track of your results. I'm not going to get too in the weeds in this, but it's full detail on who is eligible to participate, what do I need before I participate, how it works, registration, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, there is a waiver you need to sign, but it doesn't. you don't have to be a special mix Illinois athlete to do it. Um, this is one of the, this is the, one of the beautiful things where 
um, it's all encompassing of, of, of all, all people. So yeah. this is really, really cool. This is a great way. Um, you know, Illinois has opened up a little bit, so we are doing more of our skills events for, you know, 50 or less people, but this is another great way, um, to, you know, keep it, keep it going. Awesome. So, uh, and then you can see, um, so this is where they're going to virtual score entry. So based on the month, um, they, you know, the traditional basketball skills. So the pass, dribble, shot. And again, when you sign up, you'll get a video explaining all that stuff. This doesn't make sense to anybody looking at it right now, but, but anywhere you are in the world, uh, you can check out, check it out. And again, if you go to S O I L L, well, you've got it right there. Yep. That's, that's the, yep. uh, that's the link. Um, that'll take you to the, this page right here. Um, and then click on virtual sports. Um, and that'll take you, you can sign up for basketball and track and field in April and May. And again, for anybody, you know, in Illinois and throughout the world. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts, uh, this link uh, uh, for the virtual programming will be in the uh, show notes in the description below um, as well as on specialchronicles.com. Um, before we, we take that quick break, I, I want to, you mentioned the weekend royal. Um, is that, and I, you're from Oak Park, just like, just like my girlfriend, Georgia is also from Oak Park, who's involved with Opportunity Knox. And I don't, I don't know how familiar you are with Opportunity Knox. I, I know it's mostly in Oak Park with River Forest area, but they, so they'll, so Georgia's part of the Wario catering, uh, and, and I, I guess they, they use that. Wario for a lot of the the opportunity knocks programming. Do you guys kind of well, take that Wario weekend from our, our opportunity knocks? Not that it's a copyrighted tome to to, to use, but like, do you guys kind of take that from the opportunity knocks programming? No, we don't. It's a weekend warriors. You know, it's kind of a common theme like yeah. weekend warrior is that person who goes you know can be used for a lot yeah. of things a lot of times yeah. it's that person who you know packs up their suv and heads into the woods and you know hikes and bikes and yeah. you know or it's the guy who you know works on his house or um or in this case it's you know the people who you know work out so yeah. No, we did not. Yeah, and there's another comment, but I'm going to save that for after the break. And when we come back after the break, we'll get into a few. We're going to kind of kind of move on. When we say get into, into details about the, we're going to move on into um, brief detail, not full detail. Because again, when you all log on to the you know, virtual programming page, um, you can um, get into all of the details that you want on how to get involved. But meanwhile. We're going to go ahead and take a short break because if it wasn't for our supporters, supporters, if it wasn't for our partners and special chronicles, we wouldn't be able to get behind these microphones, keep all this um, Worldcaster Pro plugged in and every lights toned on and everything. And so with that, we'll be back. You are listening to the Special Chronicles show. Our guest is my mentor and chief marketing officer, Chris Winston, uh, talking all about virtual sports. We'll be back. Don't hit pause. But you can fast forward if you want. I know a lot of times on podcasts, I don't know about you, Chris, but like I'll like fast forward through the sponsor breaks. But we hope you won't because we. Who is the sponsor? Let's tell them who it is so they can't 
least know who it is. Yes, let's let's tell them who it is right here on SpecialChronicles.com. Support for Special Chronicles comes from listeners like you. As an independent public media podcast, Special Chronicles will, will always be there for you. Now we're asking you to be there for us. As a nonprofit independent media organization, we can only make programs like Special Chronicles with listener support. Our programs provide weekly candid, honest, and inspiring conversations about the people with disabilities community that creates awareness, support, and advocacy within each week's episode. Listeners tell us our shows are an enjoyable and necessary podcast for the intellectual and developmental disability community and everyone else who is able to listen to stories about life from a different angle. Please, if you and your family love our weekly podcast, make a one-time monthly or, or annual gift of thanks today. Support this podcast at specialchronicles.com slash give. That's specialchronicles.com slash give. Support for Special Chronicles comes from ComEd. Special Chronicles is proud to partner with the ComEd Energy Force Ambassador Program. The Energy Force is the country's first energy efficiency education program designed for and taught by people with disabilities. ComEd is powering lives and really is powering us here at Special Chronicles to keep the lights on and our technology is powered on. As ComEd powers the lives of us, they are literally giving a voice to people with, with special needs. We thank ComEd for the general support of our mission at Special Chronicles. Loan more at specialchronicles.com slash comed. That's specialchronicles.com slash comed. Hi, my name is Lisa Noble, and I'm a Comed Energy Force Ambassador and an athlete with Special Olympics Illinois. Hi, my name is Daniel Spikowski, and I also am a Comed Energy Force Ambassador and founder of a company called Special Chronicles. The Common Energy Force program is a program that hires people with disabilities to teach the public how to save energy and money. It's the country's first energy efficiency program of its kind. Saving energy is especially important while everyone is at home due to COVID-19. We're using more electricity than ever before. Just think about how many more times you are opening the refrigerator door these days. And while the economy is stressed, it's more critical than ever to save money where we can. Following these tips can save energy and money in this time of COVID-19. Wash your clothes in cold water and use the dryer sparingly. Your dryer can take up to seven times more energy than the washroom. Turn off and unplug any electrical devices or power strips you are not using. Electrical devices can continue to zap power even when turned off if they're still plugged in. We call them vampire devices. Use LED bulbs. They use 25% less energy than incandescent bulbs and last up to 25 times longer, saving you lots of money over time. Keep your refrigerator between 35 and 38 degrees. And be sure to use Energy Star appliances. And last but not least, check out comments.com slash home savings for more tips and rebates. Lisa and I would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. Remember, we are all in this together. Stay healthy. And stay safe. Bye.
COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Information about children with this disease is limited, but they are known to have had mild symptoms. Many organizations are responding accordingly, depending upon their area. It's best to stay home and away from others, especially when sick, and continue following healthy hand wash guidelines, covering mouth and nose and not touching your face or high-touch surfaces. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces regularly, and for more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you. We're not just athletes. We are the ambassadors of an uprising. Peaceful protesters. In a rebellion against anyone who has a fear of difference. 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 Our demands are equality. 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 Dignity. 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 And the recognition of our shared humanity. We will not stop or accept anything less. Today, our world is more divided than ever. And coming together has never been more urgent. The revolution is inclusion. Find out more at jointherevolution.org. Yo, listening to the Special Chronicles show, this uh, on specialchronicles.com. My name is Daniel, founder of Special Chronicles and a Southern Survival International Global Messenger with Special Olympics. Our guest is Chris Winston, Chief Marketing Officer for Special Olympics Illinois. Welcome back, Chris. Thanks, Daniel. And Thank you. In that first part of the um, before the break, we gave our listeners an overview of the virtual programming, and now we'll get into brief detail, but not full detail because we don't want this. Um, what people will hear. So it okay, it's funny. It's this weird science fiction thing with with podcasting. People. So people listening to the podcast and most people watching the video are going to see this um, March 20th, right? So that means, so from the time we're recording this, for you on March 9th, it is this coming Saturday, people will hear a two-hour and ten-minute episode with Renee, right? But all the listeners are going to listen to us right now. It's going to be last week. So for you, it's in the future. But for the listeners, it's last week, last episode. So, yeah. Mind blow emoji. Yes. We just kind of let the listeners in. Daniel, I have a Big Ten education. You got to dummy it down a little bit for me. I, You got to... <laughs> yeah. So, with with that, <laughs> I'm like, so am I? Where, where am I? Am I in the future or the past right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, will. I don't know. I mean, it's, but, but if, we'll we'll in the yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to be way in the future, retired on a beach. How's that? Can yes. That yeah. Let's let's do that. I also want to be in the future in. <laughs> Kazan, Russia, January yeah. 2022. So, yeah, yeah with that, um, with on that note, you mentioned briefly in that in that overview of how anyone can participate, and I and the, the comment that I had off of what 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 you of what you said is that comment is uh. The fact that anyone can participate in the virtual programming and in the virtual sports, I feel like it can be an introduction to new athletes who are not yet athletes. That in that it can be an introduction that because we and 
as as you know, I just came off the board. So of that 23,000, I don't know the exact number, but the I feel like I should know it, but the right. Yeah, over 23,000 athletes that were trying to grow to grow that wheat. So in is this an introduction to for us to grow our wheat to to if we have new but, but potential new athletes to participate in the in the virtual sports in the virtual programs, then can, could 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 this be an introduction for them to participate in the full in in person sports that we offer, whether it's traditional or unified sports? Because kind of off of that, uh, I know one of our United Airlines. Um, Agents, who's one of the mentors that was there at our orientation, and um, her name is Angela Franklin, and she um, she actually co-hosted a few of our Unified at Work episodes of, of this um, podcast. But she told me a couple weeks ago, like we were passing each other in the in, in lobby because, like, she works at the gate and mainly at the gates and I work mainly in, in, in the lobby. And so we were passing each other and she said, how can, and how can I participate in unified sports with you guys? And yeah. so kind of maybe use that as a, an offshoot of, can this be an introduction for us to grow our, not only our athletes, but our, our unified partners and our unified sports as, uh, as well. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think both can. Uh, esports too. So mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I, I know this sounds kind of uh, kind of simple, uh, but I kind of liken it to yeah. uh, um, uh, when you're walking through the grocery store and there's a person sitting there. They don't do it now because of COVID, but they will <laughs> again. When you walk through and there's a person sitting there giving out free samples, yeah. you know, of the, of the bread or the what cracker or whatever. Yeah. You have it for free, and you're like, hmm, I like that. Oh, why don't you go buy it? It's right over here. It's kind of like that, where um, the good thing with us is both, everything's both, free. Everything's right? free, yeah, yeah. We don't charge anybody to compete. So, yeah, they can go on virtual sports and do that um, and give it a try. Um, and then, two, they can go on the eSports if they're a gamer and like, oh, this is interesting. So they can e-game, and they'll e-game with other athletes and – and peers, uh, like my son Cassidy, um, you know, he's a 20 year old, uh, goes to DePaul University. Obviously, you know, he's been a big part of Special Olympics yeah. for, you know, 12 to 15 years. And he e games. And, um, you know, the athletes are like, wow, this is cool. I'm e gaming with, you know, people who aren't even having an intellectual disability. How cool is that? Um, and then, yeah, I, I yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a great way for them to try it um, and, and get involved. And also, I think uh, people don't realize, even if we didn't have virtual sports, they don't realize how accessible Special Olympics really is. Um, I think the general public, I think a lot of people think, they hear about Special Olympics because you hear the question, when are the Special Olympics? Yeah. Um, like, well, there's 11,000 competitions a year yeah. um, in the country, over 200 in Illinois, and there's going to be... Um, I say to any parent who's does, who has an has a son or daughter with an intellectual disability is an athlete, um, but isn't an athlete. And I'm like, you know what? There's if you look at our schedule, there's going to be a competition within five to ten miles of your house sometime this year. Yeah. They're like, really? And I'm like, yes. Um, so to that point, this even stretches it even more because it's online. I mean, talk about accessibility. 
um, uh, you can do it right from your computer. Uh, so <clears throat> it really gives people that opportunity. It really opens their eyes to the fact that, you know, Special Olympics isn't just like some people think, well, for me to get to Special Olympics, I got to get to Kazan, Russia. How do I do that from my home? How do I get that? It seems like a long journey. Yeah. Uh, no. No, it's yeah. not a long journey to competition. It's the competition within five miles of your house, probably in the next three or four months. And start there. Um, and now with the virtual, or, or go on. Yeah. I'm sorry, Daniel. No, no, no. Go online and do the virtual sports or the esports or the virtual learning or, or whatever. Yeah, and now with the virtual program, and it's they don't even have to like go 20 miles from the house. They can just stay at home and still participate yeah exactly um because like we, i was make a shameless plug for all three of those disciplines um like i said esports you're a gamer you know you're not an athlete get on a game have fun do it and get meet some other athletes and then that's your introduction to the special olympics oh then you find out we have 18 other sports you're like well i'm not really athletic okay well um how about bocce or how about you know one of our 18 sports oh that's cool i'll do that um, and there's the bocce. There's a bocce tournament coming up in the next three months um, when we're fully back. Yeah. Um, we did have bocce skills in the in the fall, so mm-hmm. uh, people could have played bocce um, socially distanced. Um, so, you know, there there is that there is that opportunity, um, you know, for that, which I think is um, which I think is pretty cool. So yes, they can do that. And then you go down the line, virtual sports, like we talked about. Basketball is the sport of the month right now. That ends at the end of March, but then we've got track and field in April. Again, you know, track and field in May, different disciplines. And then we got virtual summer games in June. You don't have to be a, a special Olympics Illinois athlete um, or an ath- a special Olympics athlete at all to participate. Try it out. And then the third thing, you know, the virtual learning, which you see in there, um, like we said, that two, two Saturdays a month, I think it's 9 a.m. or 9.30, you can find out when you go in there. Um on Saturdays, you get a live workout. You can work out live in your living room or, or whatnot. So um, that's a lot of opportunity. The other thing that's really cool about it, Daniel, is um, and I'm kind of flashing forward, um, but there's opportunity to do some other things. Like, you know, this isn't fully baked, and it may, it may not happen, but this will give you an idea. So let's say next March you've got all these teams going to uh, the state basketball in person. Those are the gold medal winners who had a chance to go. Obviously, yeah. not every gold medal team in the region goes, but gold medal winners go. And you're a, you're a team member on a team that didn't have a chance to go to state basketball. Well, guess what? Guess what the virtual sport of the month is? It's basketball. And so we can do the, hey, you didn't have a chance to go to state basketball this weekend in person, but why don't you be a part of the celebration we're going to do this virtually, that virtually. We're going to virtu- we're going to do the dance, which you can be a part of. Um, so we're going to we're going to add in virtual opportunities, like with summer games. You know, we've got soccer and bocce and gymnastics and and track and field, and you know, there might be an opportunity to like with uh, um, basketball. Let's say. Yeah, we're going to do all these things, and guess what? Maybe on that Friday or Saturday night, we'll do an NBA 2K e-gaming. Um, so, hey, sorry that you couldn't make it. We know you're disappointed. You really want to be there, but you can be a part of the Basque State Basketball Championships weekend, yeah. um, which becomes more inclusionary. And then you can do that with summer games and you know other things. So 
I definitely moving forward when things fully open up, virtual programming um, will be maybe not as robust as it is now. I'm mm-hmm. not saying it won't. It's not going to be yeah. lackluster either. But uh, there's going to be opportunity for people to be a part of what we're doing um, all the time, um, especially when they can't advance to, to to state championships or USA Games or World Games. Um, but to be a p- part of that celebration on a virtual level to still keep them involved, which awesome. is which is pretty cool. Awesome. So I'm glad that you covered some of what I was going to cover at the, at the end and kind of briefly kind of – I so as you know, as an athlete leader, as an SSI GM, as the co-chair of our Athlete Leadership Council, I will always encourage people to, to participate in – well, okay, I was I was gonna say in person, but now with <laughs> virtual, I'll say I I will continue to always encourage people to not only myself, but to not only encourage myself, which you sh- you should do that, encourage yourself, but also encourage everybody else, like we're doing on this podcast. We'll we'll encourage not only our own us Illinois community, but we'll encourage in the mainstream community who some of the those listeners are not yet involved. And so we will encourage them to participate in the virtual uh, sports, in the virtual programming by clicking on the link in the show, in the show notes below. Uh, and, but, but, Oh, to that point, yeah, to and, that point. And I'm going to touch on yeah. this before I forget, yeah. you bring up a really good point, Daniel, when you go virtual, guess what happens? It opens up to the entire state. Yeah. Um, in our case, state, um, it might be province or country or, you know, any one of the chapter, 220 chapters around the world, it opens it up. Like right now we're doing virtual polar plunges, um, at-home polar plunges, where people send in their videos. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, it's been amazing. The, the yeah. amount of coverage we've gotten has been almost double what we normally get. Because yeah. guess why? Somebody in the past who couldn't – they were – Somebody in, like, let's say East Central Illinois or West Central Illinois or down in Cairo, which is the tip of Illinois, they would have to drive 100 miles to go plunge. Or, let's say, in a competition, drive 50 to 100 miles to go compete or just practice. Um, Guess what we just did? We just brought it right to them. So there isn't anybody anywhere. And that's one of our priorities as a state, and I'm sure it is for all states um, or countries or provinces, to make sure that they give access to what we're doing and outreach to anybody with an intellectual disability. We've got 23,100 athletes in the Special Olympics Illinois, but there's about 950,000 people, children and adults with intellectual disabilities in our state. Um, there's another 925,000 people without that aren't athletes. Mm-hmm. So doing this, they have access now. Yeah, awesome. Um, and, you know, realistically, yeah. will all of them do it? I'm, probably not. And yeah. not 100% of the people don't do everything, whether no matter what they are, no matter what category they live under. But, um, you know, could we, act, could we reach a quarter of a million of them? Probably, hopefully. But you got some people, like when you get in central and southern or Illinois, it gets more rural. You know, it's, it's an hour, probably hour to two hour ride just to go practice. Well, maybe they can do it now online. Um, and virtually to help, you know, help them. And that's, that's an evolution we probably still need to get to. And that, you know, that's, I don't want to get into the weeds on that. Um, it's probably, we're not there yet, but but right now they have access to doing anything virtually to work out no matter any inch of the state, no matter where they live. 
Well, and and to what you said, um, it reminded me. So as you know, one of our other athletes, uh, she's on the athlete leadership council leadership team with me. Uh, Kaylee, big big polo plunger and big um, athlete, big in a yeah kindness way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so she she's doing a lot. Like she's doing a lot of yoga and other virtual sports with with other states. So I feel like we don't really want to advertise people to go to other state or country programs to participate in their votes. We want to have them come participate in all virtual programming, but it's kind of this, the same thing. Like, you know, kind of go back and forth, like with different, totally. We're going to chapters. Yeah. And the success to that is we actually interviewed um, an athlete by the name of Joel Hensley. He's at Champaign, Illinois, which is central Illinois. Um, And he's lost over 35 pounds since COVID started. Um, He's been working out. He's been eating. He's been, he's a part of the virtual stuff. And that's going to post on our website. Um, Actually, it should be up uh, pretty soon. Um, actually, not, not actually, it's up right now in this air, so I apologize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go to our homepage, you'll see it. Um, it's a story on Joel Hensley, who, um, in his story, is why he chose to do this and what, what motivated him. And he's lost over 35 pounds. And guess what? He wasn't able to play basketball before because it, it hurt his knees so bad. Now he's playing basketball um, and he's doing other things. So um, that's a real, real success story to you know, everything we talked about in the last, you know, 45 minutes or an hour. Yeah. And, and it really, you know, that's the grassroots. That's, that's the yeah. on the ground success of that. All right. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, it, it's great to hear these success stories and hopefully when people will read those success stories and maybe even on this podcast, maybe we, we can try to share some more of these success stories. Um, and then, and you know, people will see, Oh, okay. If, if these athletes, all, all unified partners or coaches or family members, if these people are having success with the, with the virtual program, then it's something that I can do too. Absolutely. There's no question. Yeah. And, um, and you can do that. And and with that, I, I know we'll come into a close here on this episode because we don't want this to be too long of an episode. But with that, and so as, as I said, I, I always advocate for people to participate in our virtual um, programming and sports for and virtual sports for our chapter here in Illinois. But with that, if people go online and they could find other, if they find other either apps or other organizations or, or other outside of special Olympics of these at home, virtual sports, virtual programming, what would you say if they find and, and they really like these other program and what would you say, like if, if they say, I, I really love this other organization or this other app or this other organization doing this virtual sports, not, not another special Olympics chapter, but an, another app or another organization doing kind of similar virtual sports, similar, um, virtual programming, what would you say they, for them to kind of steer them away and, and come to participate in all virtual sports, in all virtual programming, 
if 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 the witty strong on saying uh, it's great what you guys are doing but I would rather do what this other Apple other organization is doing kind of what would you I would say to be honest with you Dan I'm never going to discourage anybody yeah. to not go try to look at other things I would say we have a lot of what you need right here um, and through us you can act through again um, through the right to the virtual programming, um, and then again, if you you do go to our not to make it more confusing, but if you do go to our website and on the nav bar you hit click off the field and hit healthy program, you can find the healthy and fit tips too, and get all those video work video video workouts. Um, and again, you have them there. They are yep up. Um, so I would encourage that you know we have it for you. Um, but I don't discourage people to try other things like um, you have know, a big skier and right now we're, we're doing stuff for basketball and I'm doing the stuff that we do. We're showing on our website, but there are also different workouts that are important for your sport. Um, like, yeah. you know, like, like basketball and baseball and you know, football, it's not about, you know, you should run a little bit outside, but it's not about completely about running. If you think about those sports, they're sprinting sports. Yeah. They're bursts. Yeah. They call them bursts. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you burst for five seconds to run to first, or you burst for five seconds to go catch a ball. Or, you know, like a football play is five seconds. Yeah. You're, you're bursting. Your muscles are like, whoa, for five seconds. So that's not a jog. That's hardcore sprinting. So, like my son, he worked out, you know, for baseball. There was no, like, long distance running it was all like quick burst quick burst quick burst because he was a pitcher and, and you're throwing a pitch it's three seconds it's boom set boom boom over and over so to that end that's why i say we have everything you need come to our website and look for it and everyone's welcome but sometimes you need specific work you might want to google you know if you're a softball player or soccer player you know i advocate for going on uh, and searching up, you know, soccer workouts or softball workouts or, you know, to add to that. Um, uh, Cause that certainly helps. Like I do jog, like personally I do jog, but there's things I do at the gym for my knees and my legs uh, for skiing. Cause we're going to go skiing. Um, we're, you know, we're going to go skiing in park city and I've got to, I just running won't do it. I got to do something else to get ready for that. So we, again, we have everything you need, um, but you, I advocate, you know, you might want to, you know, get a little something here or there off an app that might be specific to your yeah. sport as well. Well, and the same thing like for swimming and basketball for me, and and you already mentioned basketball, so I'll, I guess I'll say with swimming, it's a lot of times it's these, yes, it's in a pool, and we, we might not be able to physically go to a pool yet, but still it's a lot of those short things, and I know like, back when we could practice, <laughs> my coach would, um, and actually one of my longtime coaches just last year, he just retired from, <laughs> from <laughs> coaching, but he, um, he, uh, he, and he, he coached at the world games in, um, Dublin in 2003, I think. Um, and so he, like he always, and 
even our current coaches still have us do this, where we do what, what they call snakes, and that's where we'll swim like up one lane and then down the next lane and then up the next lane, and we'll go the entire like length, like like all the lanes of the pool. So like we'll start in one end, and then and like. I'll, I'll coach us to make sure that there's like space in between each of us. Now, a, a lot of times, like we'll like pass and a, we'll like sometimes we'll pass each other. We'll like a lot of times to kind of have fun with it. Our coaches will kind of make it a game and, and they'll say like, for example, like if they have, I don't always go first, but a lot of times if like, for example, if I go first or if another one of our, um, I don't want to like put each of us on levels, but like when an, another top swimmer uh, on our team, if one of us goes first, for everybody else behind, our coaches will say, if we pass me or pass this person, then then um, then we will 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 make you go, um, will will make you swim a second snake. Uh, or a third snake, right. and ever since we've been doing that, we we do that at all, all of our practices. But our coaches remind us it pays when we go down to the state summer games. It pays when when we get to that. And I feel like we could, even though we can't do those what we call snakes in the pool, maybe we can do through this the virtual sports. We can do similar these quick, kind of like what you're just talking about, but. We we can do these similar quick uh, exercises real quick. Um, yeah, I agree. Like you know, baseball and softball is coming up. Yeah, and I like to run. I play old man baseball, so we're all like legends in our own mind. But, <laughs> um, I run just to lose weight, but I also do sprints because you're sprinting, and if you don't, your muscles react differently to sprinting. If you're just jogging five miles all the time. And then you go out and play a baseball game. You sprint. You're probably going to pull a muscle because it shocks your muscle. Your muscles like I'm used to just kind of a leisurely jog, and you just went into a full sprint. Yeah. Um, and it, it can shock your muscles. Plus, you know, dar- barbell work. You know, doing this or this or I do these. I mean, anything that works your shoulders. I mean, that's specific to softball and baseball. So, I mean, I don't want to get too in the weeds on yeah. different workouts, but. Um, to that end, it's uh, it's important to do that stuff. So. Awesome. So with that, um, we're, we're going to come to a close very shortly, but maybe we'll give give our listeners. You mentioned the monthly 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 themes, but briefly give us a just a quick just quick overview of the monthly monthly themes for. Uh, well, by the time this airs, it'll be the end of March, but they. Even if it's the end of the March, they can still participate um, in the last couple of weeks of this month. But a uh, brief overview of the monthly themes, and then and then briefly, and I, I know it's hard to be brief on this next part, but uh, how <laughs> the virtual programming still applies to our health programs, education programs, unified champion schools, leadership programs, both athlete and unified leadership programs, and then sports we already kind of covered a lot <laughs> for the past hour. But, um, yeah, so brief brief, over, brief overview on the upcoming month, monthly themes, and then how the virtual programming applies to our health, education, leadership uh, programs. 
Okay. Um, well, again, it's we're at the end of March, but you can still get on and still play basketball. You've got till the thirty first um, to play, and you can you can do everything within the next ten days. Um, April is track and field, so that'll involve running, walking, and jumping. Um, May is track and field again. That'll be running, walking, and throwing. Um, so jumping, like long jump, throwing, softball throw, um, and whatnot. And then June um, is our summer games. Um, so we've got virtual summer games. At, I think it's – I don't get my, my, my week screwed up, but I think it's the week of June 22nd. Um, 22nd is a Monday or Tuesday, but it's that week. Um, uh, we'll be doing that. July is tennis and August is golf. So, um, again, if you go to that virtual programming that you talked about, um, but again, go there and that all you can click on virtual sports to find out more about that. And then also, yeah, if you go to, uh, when you get on there again, to answer your next part, virtual, the athlete, the health, it's all health related, obviously. Um, um, the virtual sports and then click on virtual learning. Um, that virtual sports is clearly all health. Mm-hmm. Um, virtual learning, um, there's an athlete lunch and learn, uh, which gets in really, you know, you could sit down with other, your, your other athletes and there's interesting topics. Um, and by being part of that, you're, you know, becoming a leader, uh, whether you're a part of Alps or not athlete leadership program, um, that kind of introduces you into that. And then, um, we also have those weekend warrior workouts, the first and third of Saturday. That's an actual workout that's live. Um, so when you go to that virtual programming page, um, you can click on virtual sports, be a part of the sport, be healthy, or virtual learning um, to uh, uh, to learn, to obviously learn more about, to work out, and then esports to just to commiserate and play unified with uh, you know with your peers um, with with and without intellectual disabilities. So. Awesome. There's a lot of things you can do right now. And and I got to reiterate one thing that's yeah. really people understand is we are back. You know, I mean, our full, all our counties around the state, uh, we had 11 health regions and, you know, you have to look at your own program, but in Illinois, we are back and, you know, we can do um, non-contact skills um, events for 50 or less. So, you know, two weeks ago uh, we did snowshoeing. Um, and we've got uh, basketball skills, and we've got we've got skills going on for fifty people or less. They're in person events um, in our return to play policies that are very, very obviously tied into the CDC and the Illinois Department of Public Health and under those guidelines. But we are in person too, not fully, but um, you know we do have that element as well. So awesome! So you oh you already covered the the next part of, uh, about. If our virtual programming will be resuming when we're back to in person, whether it's this sort of in person or f- hopefully soon full in person, but with with that coming back, uh, brie- briefly say, uh, I guess, kind of how the is it going to be on the same page that will. Again, in the show notes that will point in people to uh, the soil.org backslash virtual dash programming, or is it going to be a little bit different? Um, well, I can't be specific because that's more of the program services yeah. side, and I don't yeah. want to yeah, 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 yeah. working on, but I can go kind of high level, which will, will be a good answer yeah. for 
listeners and viewers. So as you would imagine, you know, prior to two or three weeks ago, we weren't open. So from mid-November to mid-February, we weren't open. We were all virtual. And then, then we opened up, so now we're virtual with some, uh, you know, skills or non-contact. So like in the fall, we did flag football. We didn't play flag football. We did punt, pass, and kick. Um, we didn't play soccer. We did soccer skills. So um, we're doing that again. So it's not it's socially distanced, non-contact. Um, and masks and temperatures are taken and people are scheduled to come in. So not all the agencies will come in at once. They come in at specific times. So we have 50 people or less. Um, so uh, that kind of uh, you know speaks to that. So I guess where I'm going is, as we evolve more and more, that'll happen. We had to, unfortunately, um, cancel summer games as we know them because um, it's such a large, you know, it's four to 5,000 athletes and another five to 6,000 coaches, families, you know, parents ascending on Bloomington Normal, and that's, that's close to 10,000 people over three days, and that's just, you know, as much as we would like to look into a crystal ball and say we can pull that off in June, we can't. Um, it's just, that's, what's realistic. I know it's upsetting, but, um, it's upsetting to us too, because it's a majestic week. It's a celebration for athletes and families and us, um, for sure. Uh, but however, as everyone knows, you've got to start, there's criteria to be a part of summer games. You've got to compete in those sports and you've got to train. So there's a six to eight week prior process that would start in late April, um, you know, with spring games and whatnot. So, um, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's another, that's four weeks away, right? Four to six weeks away. So that's not going to happen, but maybe knock on wood, hopefully if, if things keep opening up and people stay smart um, and don't like, Hey, everything's kind of opening up. So let's just rip our masks off and go out. There's, there's that criteria. People will get upset. And they're like, well, we're closing back up. I'm like, I know, but like things are opening back up. And my wife and I and our sons, we're still in a closed mode where, you know, we're wearing our masks and we're still staying as socially distanced as we did before and being smart. Um, and if people continue to do that, we'll see this open up more and more and more. Maybe we'll see, um, you know, first things first. And again, I can't speak to program services, but we'd certainly look at, you know, the smaller you know events opening up fully. Once the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and the Illinois Department of Public Health deem that possible for anybody, whether it's, you know, high school sports, college in our state and us. So we're not, we don't run rogue and do our own thing separate of everybody else. So awesome. there's a lot of criteria that play into it, but as you saw before a month or six weeks ago, we were all virtual. Now we've got a little bit of virtual and skills and maybe eventually that'll move. That's obviously where we're going to go eventually, but I couldn't give you a timeline on when oh. that'll be. Awesome. And uh, finally, how can we, how can, we reach our older population of athletes older than me. Um, I'm older than the youth athletes that we have, like the young athletes that we have, and but younger than the older, like 60 and above athletes that we have. 70, I, somewhere, I think Dave, or somebody said 90 might be one of our oldest athletes, but, uh, how do we continue to reach oh, through the virtual program? When we, as we, on this whole episode, we're talking about virtual sports. So through the virtual programming, through the virtual sports, how can we reach the, this older population um, who 
I'm sure some of them might be tech savvy. Some of them might know how to access on a computer or their phone or um, iPad or tablet, but some of them might not totally be that comfortable with the virtual things that we have all been doing for the past year now. But how can we reach that our older population of athletes uh, to participate in the virtual pro- program in the virtual sports? My head goes in two directions, Daniel. One is, you know, funding. I mean, we see our population drop off after 22 because the state of Illinois funds. um, Because a lot of our programming, you know, is tied into the schools, right? So um, athletes are at the school and they're funded till they're 22 to go to that school. And once 22 is over, they can't go to the school. Therefore they're not, not on that team. And that's, that's their access point into special Olympics, Illinois through these schools. And then that funding goes away. Um, and then they don't have that access point. So now they've got to be privately funded by, you know, friends, family, you know, donation, whatever that might be yeah. um, to get them to, you know, participate in their local. Now it's a special rec association or a park district that's got to be paid for. Um, so one, two, I always make this point, whether it's you or me or a professional LeBron James or, you know, Derek Jeter, whoever, yeah. guess what? We get older and we just don't play that sport anymore. Um, I mean, we talk about this and it's sometimes it's an aha. You don't, yeah. you don't, about it too much you're like you know what some athletes don't want to play basketball for the next 50 years um some do i mean i played baseball you know in high school and football but i don't play football now and i play baseball again but so having access to esports like you mentioned you said it virtual yeah. sports um giving them access to other opportunity like they're like i don't want to run track anymore um i'm 55 years old and i don't want to do that anymore okay how about bocce Watch is a great recreational sport. As you know, whether it's special mix athletes, non-special mix athletes, those with and without intellectual disabilities, again, pro athletes. I mean, guys who are in the Hall of Fame for their sport, they're not playing their sport anymore. They're playing golf or they're playing bocce or they're doing something more of a rec- – or they hike or bike or they do something more rec- – they go from the hardcore sport into a recreation. It becomes more recreatory. So um, – that's so that's kind of where my head goes and that you can do that through you said it virtual sports esports the workouts we have people work out all the time right um if you're an athlete and you've aged out or you were an athlete and you want to get back in our our stuff is free to you go online and work out with us and that's free um and then get back in you didn't want to play basketball or 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 track or something a little harder on the body um, you did it for 20 years. I get it. I mean, name me a, you can only name a handful of pro athletes. There, there aren't a lot of Tom Brady's out there. Tom Brady's been playing 22 years in the NFL. That is unheard of. The average lifespan of an NFL player is like three. Um, by the time they're 23, five years old, most NFL players aren't playing anymore. So, and that's the same with baseball and basketball or cricket or whatever it might be, soccer, uh, football around the world, international football. Um, they, they go to something else. So, um, and you can do that here. You can, you can play, you know, you can play bocce. Um, you can do other things that are less, uh, less, 
you know, have it, wreak less havoc on your body and it switches things up a little bit. So, um, you know, that's, that's what I would recommend. There's other opportunity. You don't have to continue to do what you did when you started at, when you were eight, you might be 48 now or 28. You're like, I don't want to do that anymore. I did it for 20 years. Find something else. We've got in Illinois, we've got 18 other sports. I think there's 32 sports overall with Special Olympics International, and you got to go to your, you know, your own program and see what they've got. Clearly, but um, you know, there's other things you can do. You don't have to continue to do the same sport. Awesome. Well, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully, I'll, if uh, a lot of our listeners, if you all in that older population, or, or you know somebody that is, then. Um, Share, share this podcast and point them to this segment. This all in twenty minute, like this this time mark into the episode. Point point them to this episode and share this with um, not only them but I guess anybody. Uh, Witty, um, uh, when you when you're done listening or watching this episode, share it. Um, post it on your Facebook or your Twitter or Instagram or email it or. Or text this, this this podcast, even if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or iHeartRadio or where, or YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, click the share button and share this. Um, just share the, the link to this, and and you. Can. I would also employ um, anybody's family members to uh, be a part of that. Yeah, um, and I use this example, Daniel. I coached. Cassidy is now 20, but I probably coached 15 to 20 different basketball and baseball teams when he was little. Um, and I'd get, you know, a parent would come up to me and say, why doesn't my son play very much? And I would say to them, well, what do you do with your son? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, when we're not practicing or we're not playing, there's probably three or four days a week where we're not doing that. What are you doing with them? Yeah. And they'd be like, nothing. I'm like, I'm here to tell you that my son got better because not really as much as what, I mean, being with the team is important, but when you've got 15 people on a team, you've got three coaches, the time spent with each different player is not going to be as good as it is for me as a father to work with my son one-on-one in the park. Um, and sometimes we have, you know, parents who are upset because we have to cancel and I am upset too. But I also want to say it doesn't stop you from doing something with your loved one either. Um, you can go out, go for a walk or, you know, something simple. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to go climb Mount Everest. You can go for a 20 minute walk. Um, and I encourage, it's funny how that doesn't happen enough where loved ones, and I know some people yeah. who are working really hard and some people really don't have the time. And I'm empathetic to that. I get it. Um, but some people do, um, and they're just not taking the time to help their loved one uh, to get in shape. And, you know, you always hear those stories about, I got in shape because this friend or my brother or my sister or my dad, um, uh, you know, pushed me. And, you know, that happened with me where, you know, when Cassidy was uh, in s- right around sixth, seventh grade, it's weird. Like when we were kids, we'd just show up in April, play baseball till August, and then we were done. Um, or now they're working out all year round. And, and I would say to Cass, like, do you want to continue to play baseball? He'd say, yes. And I'd say, well, that means I'm going to push you to work out. So that's part of it. Just understand. So when you get mad at me, mm-hmm. they said, we got to work out. That's part of this. So when you're saying yes, you're saying yes to that. 
And then when he would get upset, clearly, because, yeah. but guess what? Now he's 20 and he just like, God, I'm so happy you did that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, cause now he starting when about 15, he just goes, works out on his, on his own. He runs and lifts and does all that stuff. Um, and I'm just, you know, that, that point is you can't, yes, the agencies and the coaches that train the athletes are extremely important. They're training them how to play a game or a sport the right way. This is how you dribble basketball. This is how you shoot. You know, you can't put your hand in the cookie jar. And I, I get all that. But there's got to be somebody else outside, whether it's a family member or a friend or whatever, pushing um, or help not pushing, helping, um, you know, athletes uh, to do more um, outside. You know, and I awesome. think that's important. Awesome. So like, like you and Georgia, you yeah. guys bike ride. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And, and she's your friend and she's your girlfriend that does that. So Yeah, anyway. awesome. So with that, we're going to, uh, as, as we come to a close, and speaking of moving, I know this is something that you, you're not that familiar with, but speaking of moving and getting active, in addition to participating in, in the virtual sports, in the virtual programming, like to mention the and I, I should have looked up the, the the dates in front of me. I don't have the dates. Um, uh, if Taylor Fago is listening to this, it's gonna be like you really should have had the, the dates in front of you. But it's all good. Um, the Sona Move Challenge. Uh, it's the hashtag Sona Move S O N A Move. Um, tiny com slash Sona Move is where they can go to get all the details on how to sign up and get involved. I believe it starts March 14th, I want to say. I think. I don't know why I have the date. I I, I believe it's ne- it's next week. Oh, well, by the time the sales, <laughs> last week. Well, anyways, <laughs> that week thing. Okay. So with that, um, it's last year. I don't know, of course, if you remember last year, it was, it was a sauna stride where we tracked all yes. distance. And now this is Sona Move. Well, we're tracking uh, the time from Monday through Sunday, um, and and uh, that that could be anything from walking. It could be anything from you know, walking, running, or just oh, bike riding, or anything that is that you're moving and being active. So um, I know in uh, Illinois chapter we have a, a team, but. Um, I, I, along with Renee and Hannah, were on a the uh, Sona staff unified team um, called the Sona Movals and Changemakers is the name of our, of our team. <laughs> yeah, I, I well, so we we all kind of in in back and forth through email coming up with names, and that wasn't the name that I came up with, and apparently everybody loved it. So, um. Yeah. Anyways, so uh, your marker, Daniel. That's what you do. I know. So uh, uh, I will try to remember to put a link in the show notes. Uh, TinyURL.com/sonamove if you want to participate in the Sona Move Challenge. And when you do that, you can share on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Use the hashtag Sona Move to um, join us and get motivated when you see that hashtag. Right, because that's what we do when we see those hashtags. Right, we get motivated to hopefully want to get out there and move across our region. And so, plugs on how to get involved. We'll again, we'll put links onto the virtual program programming of how you can 
get involved in virtual programming and virtual sports. Um, but um, Chris, you want to share your Twitter or Facebook? How they can follow you? Um, yes, go to at s o i l l Chris on Twitter, and you can you know my Twitter account. I do everything Special Olympics. Everything is Special Olympics information or uh, those that for the community. My Facebook is more personal, so you can search me and be a part of that. I'm, I'm clean. Um, uh, I do a lot of things. But uh, you can also go to uh, our, our social team, does our social team of one, uh, does a great job. You know, at, you got, there you go. At Special Olympics Illinois on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and LinkedIn. So, um, and there you go, Twitter right there. Um, we got about 57,000 followers on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we're always pushing out some fun content, too. So a lot of this workout stuff, so 10 a.m. Chicago time, Central time, um, you'll see that video, um, what we're doing you know, for the following week virtually. So you'll have to see that every 10 a.m. our time, Chicago time, um, on what the, the key highlights of the week are going to be. So, so um, once again, that's USO underscore Illinois on Twitter, and then at Special Olympics Illinois on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, LinkedIn. Um, right. And speaking of your Twitter, uh, at S-O-I-L-L, Chris, I know when we were in Abu Dhabi at the World Games, I know my family, my parents and sisters and brother-in-law, um, I think my mom's on maybe tw- on Twitter. But she doesn't tweet a lot. She doesn't even post on it. She posts on Instagram once a year, and, and that's usually me posting on her account once a year. Um, but anyway, with that, what 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 I was trying to get, get at there is when when you were posting those updates of what we were doing, um, kind of like my I guess personal public relations <laughs> my personal PO guy when we were <laughs> um, traveling, they would they really appreciated those updates because I know I didn't post a lot on my personal accounts. Like I, I would retweet your tweets and so I know they I know they really appreciated those, which I'm assuming you you'll probably be doing that again when we're in I will on, absolutely uh, so you guys, yeah. So go go follow Chris if you want to follow me uh, at Podman Dan at P O D M A N D A N at Podman Dan on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, you can uh, search for my name on LinkedIn. Uh, so not Podman Dan, but just search my name, <laughs> Daniel Smukowski on um, LinkedIn. Um, which thanks to the training that uh, that um, Emily had for us. Uh, learned a little bit more about LinkedIn, so that was good to know. And if you want to follow um, this network, the Special Chronicles Podcast Network, and not only this podcast but all the other podcasts and video shows that we uh, uh, that we ha- currently have and and will be added in the future, SpecialChronicles dot com uh, is where you. you you, right, at the, right, right, at the, right at the top, you see the links to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Vimeo, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Our newsletter pops up right, uh, right there. Uh, and, and remember, in those, the just click on podcasts, and you, you can find all the different programs that we have. Um, and remember to rate, review. Follow if that's what you do with with podcasts. Uh, remember to also, yeah, wait and we review us on Apple Podcasts, 
iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts, and um, specialchronicles.com. Um, you can um, go there and find out all the other um, things. And I want to just briefly mention, if you have any feedback on the show, feedback at specialchronicles.com is where you can email, and remember to learn more about our Poutno, Climate Energy Force, which, Chris, I don't know if you knew, but uh, they're so been the 10-year anniversary of the program this year. So, yeah, they do an amazing job. Yeah. SpecialChronicles.com slash ComEd, um, which now it's virtual engagements instead of um, events that we have to do. Um, but SpecialChronicles.com slash ComEd, you can go there. and We've got a podcast series. The the, the only ComEd Energy Force podcast series is there. Um, with, there's a couple of videos you can um, watch. The, the, we, uh, we also have link, links to the ComEd Energy Force page. Um, and so if, if, if you're looking for tips to save energy and we, what I say is ComEd is not only, yes, it's, as you know, Chicago-based, but the tips can benefit any of our listeners. Um, just like ComEd is powering lives, uh, they're powering the lives of our listeners and our voices. And so um, go there and um, we will make a gift, specialchronicles.com slash give, and you can join our supporters today so thanks chris for coming on uh this episode this has been episode 417 our guest has been chris winston my my ssigm mentor and chief marketing officer from special olympics illinois we've been talking about virtual sports thanks chris for coming on thank you for having me daniel and i wanted to show the oh. everybody noticed this this was actually uh the street pole banners that were in Chicago, all over Chicago. I got a miniature version. But awesome. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah. Always, I appreciate you, Daniel, yeah, very yeah. much. Anytime. And um, just um, final thoughts. I, I know we uh, were pretty much out of time, but uh, as you know, I've listened to the Abu Dhabi Daily Show. I hope we have a better name in, in Kazan. <laughs> what the Abu Dhabi do Daily Show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I, I always asked at, at the end, uh, what does inclusion mean to you? And I, I, I'm sure I've, I've, I've probably asked this when you've been on the show in the past, but what does inclusion mean to you? And then kind of go into final thoughts on your overall time here today on Special Chronicles. Um, inclusion means to me, uh, I, I grew up in a family that was, uh, um, and the way I feel is, is very unconditional. Um, I have parents that were very unconditional uh, to all of us, and that's the way I am. Um, I'm, I tend to be very accepting of all people. I'm, I'm one of those people that um, I'm not one of those people that you have to earn my trust. I'm one of those people that you've got it right away, and if you lose it, it's gone. Unfortunately, I'm very black and white that way. But I'm very inclusionary and unconditional of all people. I, I don't care. I don't see color. I don't see religion. I don't see sexual orientation. I don't disability. I don't see that. So, um, I really truly feel, uh, that to come down on somebody to judge on somebody for something or who they are is really hypocritical. Um, and I feel that way. I'm like, how can you come down on a person for that when you'll probably do something like that too? Um, so that, that's part of it to me. So if you can feel that way, then it, it opens your thinking about all people. 
Um, like, how can I come down on a person? I'm a hypocrite if I come down on them for that. When I'll probably, I could end up doing the same thing, or you know, you know, whatever, whatever it is, big or small. Um, and so that's that's really kind of what it is. So it's you know, it's not only just say people say, hey, I just want to be there, you know, unify with all people. Like to me, it's an attitude. Um, it's you know. To live it, you've got to be truly open to all people and be unconditional. I mean, it doesn't mean you have to be naive and have somebody do something immoral, unethical, or illegal to you. Um, you need to be aware of that. But um, short of that, I think you need to be accepting of all people. Um, uh, with regards to today, uh, Daniel, I always appreciate the time we have. Yeah. As you said, at 9 o'clock every, every uh, once a week is when you and I get together and just have a cup of coffee and chit chat um, and catch up. Um, and I'm glad we were able to do it here. Um, I and, think it's upon all of us uh, to stay. I mean, virtual, we got to stop and go virtual programming isn't, isn't just about health. It's about everything that I think we'll see less of than we did in the last year, but we'll, we'll see. A, it'll be a big part of everything everyone's doing. Um, and with regards to health, um, it, this sounds like a cliche, but how's a cliche become a cliche? Cause it's true. It, you have to make time for it. Um, people are like, well, how do you do it? I'm like, I always have a gym bag in my car always. Um, and when I leave work, I go to the gym. Um, if I go home, I know that I'm not going to go work out. So I go straight to the gym. Um, and, and some days I don't, but I still have the bag in my car. Um, you, the hour or two hour, to work out isn't just going to make itself present itself to you. And then you're going to be at the end of the two hours and go, Oh, that all just happened. Isn't that great. Like, no, it's not. You've got to make time for it. Um, you've got to make those choices and it's nothing else short of that. So, um, you know, get your arms around that. Awesome. You've got to make the choices of what to eat. Eat a handful of almonds versus a handful of Doritos. Um, eat a handful of grapes versus a handful of bugles or, eat a, you know, eat a, uh, you know, salad instead of a double cheeseburger from McDonald's, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So instead of that, eat a, like I do this all the time. I go to the McDonald's. I don't get the double quarter pounder with cheese. I get the grilled chicken sandwich, Yeah, which is totally healthy. So yeah. um, anyway, those are, so, those are just, awesome. you got to make choices and, and the choices aren't going to make them for you. You got to make them for them. So, um, you got to get to that realization. Awesome. So um, ho- hopefully all of you listening uh, or watching this episode will go click the link in the show notes to um, for this episode, 417. Just click the link below to get um, to join us in the virtual programming, virtual sports. And uh, next week, I want, want to briefly mention we have an exciting guest, uh, one that you know um, uh, as well, Chris. We plunged with him in D.C. a couple of years ago. And uh, two polo plunges, two two polo, polo plunge seasons ago. Yeah, that's a thing, right? Um, yeah, I was nineteen. Yeah. yeah, and so um, uh, our uh, special Olympics chairman and the founder of Unite, uh, Tim Shivo, will be retoning on this podcast. Um, if people listened a, couple, a few years ago, we had Tim on in person in the lobby of a, I mean, not lobby, in a hallway of a hotel. But this time it will be virtual because he has a new book coming out called The Call to Unite. So stay tuned. You guys do not want to miss that. That will be, um, we don't have a date yet. 
but I can tell you it will be by the end of March. So by the time you guys are listening to this, we hope it will be the we hope it will be the next week's episode. We hope. I say, I say yeah. one more thing, yeah, Daniel. Yeah. As far as what I said before, and I'm sorry to make this longer. No, 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 no. With regards to everything people do, nothing will happen unless you make it happen. Don't sit around and wait for other people to hand you something, hand you the workout, hand you the metal, hand you the whatever. Go out and make it happen. If you have an idea, again, if you're moral, ethical, and legal, go for it. Go for it and give it a try. Nothing will happen unless you make it happen. Awesome. You can you really have to self-judge yourself and say, hey, that's a great idea. And well, if I don't do anything, it's not gonna happen. So I really gotta you gotta kick yourself in the backside and make it happen. So that's awesome. that's the ultimate part about it. That's 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 that's, that's the attitude that you gotta have. Awesome. So we hope you guys all have enjoyed this episode. We we hope we hope this was not only informative, but um, hopefully it was entertaining. A little, I think, at least I hope we were entertaining and empowering and inspiring. Um, please go on to SpecialChronicles.com and remember to rate, review, subscribe, follow uh, us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and where and wherever you listen to. Blah, blah, blah. Remember to rate and review and subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we, will, we will be back next week with another exciting new episode. So uh, we'll see you again. And until then, remember, uh, choose to include. Bye. Until next week, remember, choose to include. Special Chronicles. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs.